0: Hello, this is Adam Carswell, the host of Dream Chasers, and you're tuned in to the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. If you like this show, first of all, you have phenomenal taste. Second of all, if you want to listen to another next level show like this, just click our link in the description and smash that subscribe button. It would be an honor for us to enrich your mind, body, and soul as well. Welcome everyone to today's episode of the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Eileen Prack. And today, our guest is Harry Nima Zegara. And Harry is a pulmonary and critical care medicine physician, real estate investor, entrepreneur, co-founder, and manager of Nima Equity, a commercial real estate syndication company where he helps physicians to earn passive income, lower taxes, and achieve financial freedom. And Harry has experience in rental properties and currently owns and manages nine properties across the Dallas-Fort Worth metropolitan area. And he's also a general partner in 784 units in different states. So Harry, thank you so much for being on the show today. How are you doing?
1: Hi, Eileen. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me here. No, thank honored. you.
0: Thank you so much, Harry. So I would love to hear it. If you could give, if you should share a little bit more about your background, how you got started within real estate.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, um, you you may know, like, um, my wife and I, we both are physicians and we both actually are from South America. So we came here like about like 14 or 15 years ago and, and, and yeah, so we, we left our country, uh, to look for better opportunities to continue our training. And, um, so we arrived initially, we were like in different states in the U S because of the nature of our training in medicine. Uh, so we were like in Pennsylvania for three or four years, then in Virginia, then we were in South Texas. And finally, we were able like to move here to to Dallas, where we live now. Were um, you guys in
0: different states or in the same states just moving around together?
1: In the same, in different states. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, you and and your wife uh, are
0: in different states.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. So we were together. And that's part of the reason, I mean, we feel very fortunate because like when you are training in medicine, many times you need to, uh, I mean, split like in order like to continue your training, but yeah, somehow we were able to manage that. And yeah, I mean, like our whole time here in the U S 15 years already, we have been living together, like and training together and working together.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) Well, that's good to hear. And so then, so, then, while you guys were training, what did you guys you know, as you decided to stay here in the u s? And then how did you guys come across real estate?
1: Yes, yes. So actually, when it started like about like ten years ago, initially, when we were moving from Pennsylvania to Virginia, I was going to start my my fellowship. It was around two thousand and eleven. And as you can imagine, two thousand and eleven was still like a rough time for real estate. And everyone was really scared. Uh, so we wanted to actually have some place to live where, where, where we were going to do our training. So we decided to buy a, a like a small townhouse. Interestingly, we bought the townhouse through a short sale which to that point, we haven't heard that word before. So it was new for us, it was kind of stressful, but uh, like at the end we were able to close I, I, like, I believe like three days before my training started. So it was like a little bit stressful, but at the end it worked out really good. And when, uh, after three years we were moving to Texas and uh, we wanted, we, we, we needed to sell the, the the townhouse and we found out, oh, surprise, it had appreciated very nicely. Right. So, so that was like the first, our first encounter we were estate. The and then like we were in, in South Texas. Uh, at, at some point we were planning maybe to stay and to build a house. So we bought a lot. And uh, after two years, also we decided that we wanted to move and come here to Dallas. And it, it happened the same. Like we sold a lot and we found that it had appreciated also very nice. So it was very clear when we came to Dallas that we wanted to be also to some degree involved in real estate. And that's how we, after even just six months, we bought our primary home here. And then like three months later started like, uh, doing real estate, mainly initially single family houses with a buy and hold, uh, technique. And then like, um, and yeah, then like in the last year and a half, we have been in commercial real estate multifamily.
0: So when you were purchasing your duplex and the land for yourselves, Did you assume that it was going to appreciate as you were looking to buy those properties or what strategy were you looking to, I guess, for the land that was for your personal self yes. and then for the duplex, like what were you looking for as an investment for the duplex?
1: So initially we were kind of like with a customer mindset, right? Like we knew that most people rent but we wanted to initially just to save on rent and say, like, hey, we're not gonna spend this money just renting and and we try to buy something for ourselves. Because initially, even when we started the, the training and fellowship, we didn't know if we were going to stay in that area or not. So it could have been something that we, we may have kept for a long time, but we just decided like to, to start our journey there. And then like we didn't know in that moment actually that we could have the option actually to rent that townhouse to a, to a tenant and just to continue owning like the place. But it's something that you learn on your way.
0: And so from there, after you moved to the Dallas Fort Worth area, did you continue to purchase a couple more uh, single family properties just between you and your wife? Or do you guys have partners on that as well?
1: Yeah. So before starting that, like we, and I am true believer that education research is very important because like, uh, you're gonna you're gonna embark in a project or in a journey that uh, it can be very good for you, but also it can affect you. it can affect your finances and your wealth a lot if you're not doing that right. So initially, we decided that we want to to buy real estate and to hold it because we had uh, doing our research and and listening to audiobooks and podcasts and some webinars. and we knew that holding real estate was a very good method uh, like in different like fields or areas, right? So we started buying single family houses in this area, initially through just the regular way, like uh, through MLS and a real estate agent. But then like after a couple of months, uh, continue our education and our research, we discovered that there were other ways uh, to acquire properties, uh, mainly off-market property. And it's very interesting because that's another completely different world than the usual real estate, right? Like, because like... 95% Ninety-five percent of all the single-family home transactions happen through the regular way through the MLS, and five percent, five to ten percent, is off-market, and it, it's still like a big market for that, and like especially for investors, right? So we're able like to acquire these off-market properties mainly through wholesalers or intermediaries, and uh, that way we were able like to build up our portfolio.
0: Got it. So. I'd love to ask also, because you and your wife are both physicians and have very busy schedules, how have correct. you been, <laughs> and also you have young children as well, <laughs> and how old are your kids?
1: Uh, they are six and 10, and two boys, six very active. <laughs> <laughs> they play together and fight together all the time.
0: Yes, it's quite a handful. I have a three-year-old of my own and a one-year-old, oh. but then my three-year-old oh, boy, cool. definitely very active. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I know what you're saying. <laughs>
0: So as you are building up and you're looking, you know, you and your wife are both working as physicians. You had very limited time. It's very strenuous hours to be a physician. How are you able to manage and look for properties and manage your time as real estate investors as well? At the same time, building up your family and spending time with your kids.
1: Yeah, that's very important. It was not easy, I can say. And one of the most important things is like the communication that you have with your partner, with your spouse. I believe if we wouldn't have had this great relationship that my wife and I have and how we support each other, uh, it would have been impossible. Especially, I mean, again, you can imagine like some of our time in real estate has been during the pandemic. Uh, still like in 2020, still we were doing initially single family houses. And I was working full time. My wife was working full time, and my wife is a primary care doctor and, and a pulmonary critical care. So you can imagine that we were physicians with uh, treat and treating patients with COVID. So it was really hard and very difficult. I'm still not sure how we were able like to juggle all of that together because also at some point our kids were out of school. They needed to stay at home, and we needed mm-hmm. to provide them like again like love and the best education, and also to give them time. And with all these things at the same time, I mean, for sure it was a struggle, but when you have the will, when you have the drive, somehow you find the time. And we were very passionate about that. So we were uh, doing this real estate thing and with good communication, like again, somehow we were able like to grow our portfolio and uh, it has been like a blessing. And just lately, my wife, she has been able to decrease her hours. And actually she's now taking a little bit of break from her clinical work, because we want to focus actually more on our kids and more on our family.
0: And so, you know, when people look at it, you two are both physicians, you are high, high income earning professionals. And so why did you decide to invest in real estate when people look and, 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 you know, they're like, wow, these two power couples have such a great income. They have a great lifestyle. It's like what every family looks to aspire to be in a sense sometimes. Right. Um, But then you're very, both very successful in your professional careers, in your families. And so why turn to real estate at the same time?
1: Yeah. So um, it's, um, it's interesting, but we as physicians, we struggle and have pretty much the same problems as any professional or any couple that works. Uh, i am a pulmonary critical care doctor and i work for a hospital and my wife she also worked for a for a clinic so we actually to some degree uh, still were dependent on our employees and our employers so and um and to some degree we didn't have the freedom to choose our time and our hours and uh, and many times and this is what i tell my friends sometimes that I mean, like you can make a good income, you can have a good life, but if you cannot control your time, if you don't have the freedom, it's very difficult. It's like what what, what they call like the golden handcuffs, right? Like you, you make a good income, but the question is at what price, right? Like, and things like, for example, like in my case and or physicians who work in the hospital, we many times need to work nights. We work weekends. We work uh, during holidays. We, we work like uh, on the weekends with uh, on birthdays. Sometimes we are not able like to go to presentations of our kids or like our games. My son has already ten; is already ten years old, and he plays basketball and soccer. And you want to do these things, right? Like and and sometimes when you work for someone, you're you have a very structured schedule, and um, and, and you cannot do these things. So as you were saying our income was good. However, we didn't have enough freedom and options to do the life that we wanted to do.
0: We love hosting this show. When we started this podcast, we were doing all the editing and post-production ourselves. Now, we are very excited to have this particular company as a partner of the show to do all the post-production for us because it gives us the freedom to focus on the two things we care about. Serving you, our listener, at a higher level and growing our own multifamily business. If you are like Sayla and me, then you want to add value to others while scaling your business. A podcast is the best way to do both and we invite you to contact Adam Adams. He can help you launch your podcast, market your show for more listeners and take all the post-production off your plate so you can focus on your business instead of in it. Listeners of this show can get a free consultation with Adam. To schedule your free consultation, find the link in the show notes. And so within real estate too, you know, people take a look at it and they're like, well, I don't have the time to put in, to invest in real estate. I don't have the time to take a look and do all my research and put in the hours that's needed to be able to educate myself to go search for those deals. So for you, you shifted your focus from single family into now multifamily. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. Yes.
0: And so- Why did you decide to make that shift and how does it play into your lifestyle, if it's better or worse, um, from going to a single family to multifamily in your particular case?
1: Yeah, so I um, started in real estate in single family houses because that's what you usually know about real estate in general, right? Like that's the bread and butter of real estate. And that's how I started like initially again, like in bigger pockets or other webinars or audiobooks. You you listen and that's like the best and the most common way to start in real estate. But then after some time, you start discovering that there are other fields in real estate, right? Like there's land, there's commercial, there's storage, mobile parks, there's like apartments, indications too. So that opened our uh, like experience and and we were able like to see that there's not only single family houses and actually single family houses when we when you get to a point when you have certain number of properties it becomes more like a second job and you still managing you need to manage all your houses even though you may have like a property manager i mean actually i have a property manager who's who's really good and he's a good friend of mine but it's still where we spend like a couple of hours at least a week managing all the problems that happen and also like at the end of the year, you find yourself with a lot of paperwork and again, like insurance taxes that you need to go through. So we wanted to, to, to shift our attention to something that, uh, would, would, would be more fulfilling for us. And also like that we could work with other professionals, like, like, like ourselves and, and also to do more networking because that's also like what, what we enjoy a lot. So that's when we like, again, it took me also, it took us also another six months or so, like to read and to listen to, to uh, education. And we came across to syndication in real estate. So that's something that we found very powerful. And uh, I started like, again, digging more into that. And uh, finally, we were very grateful that we were able to join like an investment, an investment group, a mentorship group. Since then it has been like uh, a great journey.
0: And what do you think was the most difficult part as you've been your entire real estate Journey so far. What has been the most difficult part for you, both as a full-time working physician and then also as a real estate investor?
1: Yes, yes. You're saying like uh time, time is sometimes something very difficult to manage from all what we can get in life. Time is something that we don't get back. Once you use your time, you're not getting that back. It's not like money, it's not like other assets. So that was very important for us to find a good balance, like between our our um, W two job, which is until now like medicine. That by the way, we still love medicine. With this, this hasn't changed, like since we started, like even medical school, also with our family and now with our business or in our journey in real estate. So that was very difficult, and also like to sometimes even like to for other people to take you seriously in real estate because they. They usually have this misconception that physicians are going to be always physicians or lawyers are going to be only lawyers, but there's so much more like for everyone in life, right? Like and and we and we can we can have different interests in life and second passions in life, and and things that fulfill your life for you for your wife and also for your family.
0: So, Harry, for you, what is next for you, and what are you looking to focus on next?
1: Yeah, so this last year was great, actually. Uh, again, like we have been in commercial real estate for a year and a half, and then we funded NIMA Equity about like a year ago. We have been very grateful and blessed that we were able to participate in four projects. Initially, it was something mainly organic, actually, with friends, with colleagues, with family. We spread the word about real estate and and how this can uh, improve your life, actually. Uh, This next year, 2022, we have even bigger goals, right? So we're getting out there. And as I told you at the beginning, I'm a true believer of uh, like education. So because people tend to invest in what they know or what they are familiar with. And as you can imagine, like physicians, uh, we don't have that much time, right? Like, so uh, the only thing we know is usually stocks or mutual funds or 401k, so to some degree, now that we have this knowledge, to some degree it's our responsibility to share this and not necessarily like to make people invest with us, but to to give them the options in life, right? Like, and when I talk with people, I always tell them, like, hey, so I'm in real estate and I have done residential and I'm I'm doing commercial. It's depending on your goals or on of what you want to do. I mean, if you have the passion, if you want to put the time, you can even do it by yourself if you want to take the seat back maybe a little bit more and be a little bit more relaxed. You can always do uh, syndications or commercial real estate. It can be with me, it can be with someone else. There are many syndicators with very good reputation.
0: So as you're having these conversations with your family and colleagues, you mentioned that education is, you know, they don't have too much time to educate themselves as you have put all the time and investing in educating yourself in this space and this knowledge base and helping to spread out the word. So as you're talking to newer investors, what has been the biggest challenge for them to understand the, the syndication space?
1: Yeah, so even the concept of syndication is completely new, right? <laughs> like and I, like at the beginning, I needed like, to explain. So syndication means group investment, right? Like so, and that's very important. And I think like that's part of our mission in life, like to educate other people. So again, like they need to understand what this means, how it works what kind of returns they can have and also what, how this can help them with taxes, right? Because at the end of the day, it's not necessarily how much money you make. It's, it's also how much you keep. So all of that. And to also to make them understand, especially that, again, this is an investment, right? Like, so we're going together as, uh, as partners and we always have the, good inten- the best intentions, but it is an investment, right? Like we try to show our our numbers. Sometimes it can be a little bit lower. Sometimes it can be not the best returns. However, we need to be honest, we need to have the best communication. And one of the important things for any syndicator or operator out there is when there's any problem that may happen, to be honest with your investor, but also to tell them what steps are you taking to fix that problem and to prevent in future situations that to happen.
0: How has real estate investing impacted your life so far?
1: Oh, it has impacted a lot. (laughs) Well, two ways mainly. So like one, again, like um, in the financial field it has given us clear path to financial independence so we're not necessarily completely there because as you can understand we initially started this about four years ago initially as a part-time job and now it has become more and more like a full-time job which we really enjoy and we're passionate about that so that's one of that and also like at the same time it's taking a little bit longer than the usual because as you can understand as physicians we're high income earners so the higher you make, like the longer it takes to re- to replace your income. But uh, we're very happy that we have a clear path to that. And the second thing is about mindset, right? Like, so it has changed us a lot in the sense that we're hopeful about the future. We're hopeful about the future because we believe that we have options. And when you have options, you have freedom, right? So you start enjoying your life more, spending your life more with your family and kids.
0: Yeah, I think that We sometimes take it for granted how much time we have in this world. And we're going on our daily day-to-day lives and working the normal nine to five days. And in the past, when we're driving to work, sitting in traffic, like for us, it was, you know, we're wasting a lot of that time just sitting in traffic without having to spend time with our kids. By the time we get home, it's time to get them to bed, get them showered. And you only really have like an hour or so a day with them and then you're missing like the prime moments of their lives and yeah the time aspect of it you can make more and more money but you you can never get more and more time so we just got to
1: you hit the nail on the head in in terms of most important things in life are like again like what you get from your family and these precious moments that, that many times are for free but just again just spending this important time with your with your family is something that it's priceless
0: and so what is one thing that you know now about real estate that you wish you knew when you first started?
1: Let's say that you can start as early as you want. I mean, like you don't need necessarily to be in your 30s or 40s or 50s to start in real estate. So that's one of the things that and, and this is one of the things that many real estate investors or operators like always say, like, I wish I would have started there, right? <laughs> right. The other thing is like, again, like uh, what I told you before is that physicians are not just physicians. Lawyers are not just lawyers. Accountants are just not accountants. We can always do something else. We can always continue follow our passion. And if it's real estate, that's another thing to do. And and yeah, that, helps, uh, that has helped us a lot.
0: And then what is the one thing that sets the successful people apart in real estate investing?
1: One of the important things, and and I believe in real estate or in anything in life is one is consistency. Again, like nothing is uh, necessarily easy in life. I always tell this to my two kids, success is not like something that happens overnight. You need to work really hard. And many times people don't see that. They just see the the result, but they don't see all the hard work that you put in it. And the second thing is uh, integrity integrity is something that is is very important you can have all the qualities hard working or like being able to run numbers or to be able to connect or network but if you are not necessarily like an honest person a good person people are, are going to know about this and again like in in especially like in real estate and in commercial real estate it's a small world like and they sooner or later they're going to know about this
0: yeah what you were saying earlier it's um people only see the success of it. They don't see the hard work. A lot of times they know what you're doing, but they aren't really paying attention until one day they just see this massive success and they're like, how did you get to that spot? But they didn't see the years and hours and hours of effort that you put into it, the hard work that that goes into building something for yourself and for your family. But it's a long road, but as long as you're enjoying the journey and you're enjoying life and, you know, really being present in in the time and not forgetting why you're doing what you're doing it just becomes so much more enjoyable even though it takes a long it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of effort but as long as you're enjoying the journey along the way it's, it's good
1: <laughs> yes i believe the same
0: so harry i really appreciate you coming on the show today and and sharing your experiences with us and your journey and if our listeners wanted to find out more about what you're doing and learn more about you and what your business is where's the best place that they can go
1: Yes. Uh, first, one more time, thank you so much for having me your show. i really, I really enjoy our conversation. So, if they want to know more about us, uh, the website is Nima Equity. Nima is N as in Nancy, I M A NimaEquity.com. We have also a YouTube channel. Uh, we we're just talking about like education and how to spread the world and how to to inform about these concepts like syndication or returns or taxes. So we have our YouTube channel too.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much Thanks. again, Harry.
1: Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you.
0: And thank you for listening to our podcast today, brought to you by Bonavest Capital. We would really appreciate it if you can go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. Also, please don't forget to subscribe so you can always get the latest episodes. You can also connect with us on Facebook, How Did They Do It Real Estate? We'd love to hear your feedback and any topics that you're interested in for future episodes. Lastly, to learn more about us, you can go to bonifestcapital.com and fill out the Contact Us page so you can speak to us directly. Nothing on the show should be considered as specific personal advice. Please consult your legal, tax, and real estate professionals for individualized advice.